I'm Effie Parks. Welcome to Once Upon a Jane, the podcast. This is a place I created for us to connect and share the stories of our not-so-typical lives. Raising kids who are born with rare genetic syndromes and other types of disabilities can feel pretty isolating. What I know for sure is that when we can hear the triumphs and challenges from others who get it, we can find a lot more laughter, a lot more hope, and feel a lot less alone. I believe there are some magical healing powers that can happen for all of us through sharing our stories, and I'll take all the help I can get. Hi, everyone. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. You're listening to Once Upon a Gene, and I am your host, Effie Parks. I had the privilege to talk with such a special young girl this last week about her Cookies for Cures mission. She's raised almost $200,000 to help fund research for rare pediatric diseases. And I just had to release her episode for the holiday. Her spirit is so special and it gave me all of the feels. I know her eloquence and passion will take your breath away. Gather your kids around for this episode because I think they might also be inspired to take some action and make a difference in their own communities or for rare diseases for that matter. You can find all of her information in my show notes after you're finished listening and a link to a bonus video of her sharing one of her cookie recipes to bake at home. Please enjoy my conversation with the effervescent Dana Perella. Hi, Dana. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Dana. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited to talk to you. You're a busy little bee. And thanks for cutting out some time in your day with school and all of the cookie magic to tell me all about it. Can you first tell me where you're from and how old you are? Of course. I live in Boulder, Colorado, and I'm 10 years old. 10 years old. Tell us about what Cookies for Cures is and why you started it. Cookies for Cures is my nonprofit that raises money to fund research into rare pediatric diseases. It all started off with my friend Mila, who I met at speech therapy. I found out when I was seven that she had been diagnosed with a rare and fatal disease called Batten, and I needed to help her. So I started Cookies for Mila to go and try and find a cure for her form of Batten, which is the disease that she was diagnosed with. I sold cookies to try and raise $1,000 at first, and it took me three whole months. And then I kind of went viral, and it was kind of crazy, and I got up to $56,000 by the end of the year. Dana, when I was seven, I just wanted a butterfly cake for my birthday. I didn't know about this big world of helping to fund research for rare disease. That's really amazing, and your friend is so lucky to have you. Well, I guess I'm kind of lucky to get to like being able to help all of my friends, but it's not always easy because you're like, oh, well, these people could die and they're my friends. I kind of have to help them. Yeah. Is that the hardest part for you is worrying about your friends? Probably. I mean, it's it's really, really scary. How does that turn around and actually push you to do something about it? Well, I've never been someone who will just sit around when like there's something bad that's happening and I can help. So if I can do something, so why not? So why not actually do it? And then I came up with the idea to sell cookies 
So then we started Cookies for Mila, and then later that turned into my nonprofit, Cookies for Cures. So were you already kind of baking in the kitchen a lot with your mom? Did you just really love cookies? Why was it cookies? Why was that your idea? Well, first of all, I had the idea for a lemonade stand, but I didn't want my nonprofit to only be in the summer because like you can't really sell lemonade in the winter. (laughs) And I love cookies. Everybody loves cookies. Cookies, you can eat them in the summer, in the spring, in the fall, in the winter. Although I had never, ever baked anything in my whole entire life. Maybe I'd like frosted some cookies at school or something, but I'd never actually baked anything. So it was a new experience for me, but it was super fun. (laughs) Well, you're a pro now. How did you get that first thousand dollars with your little red wagon? What did you do exactly? I would go door to door and sell cookies from my red wagon. And it took a long time, but... Over three months of doing that, I got to $1,000, which feels kind of crazy. So I know you've had the honor of getting a couple awards this year. Can you tell us a little bit about what that felt like? It was actually last year that I got my first award. It was at Global Jeans, which is a rare disease summit. And at the gala, I got to go and give a speech in front of like a thousand people. And I was super duper psyched and scared at the exact same time. Cause it's like, okay, I've never done any public speaking before. And now for the first time I'm going to do, go and do it in front of a thousand people. But it went like really well and it was so much fun. I knew that I like wanted to do more public speaking. And then I got invited to go and uh, do a cookie event at Retrofit, which is now Trevier, Um, and they develop medicine for rare diseases, I think. I heard that you were so eloquent and so funny, and you were a natural up there, and I just think that's such a special gift and such a skill, and I'm so glad that you had fun doing it, and that it didn't, you know, scare you so bad that you never wanted to try it again. I had kind of already gotten over my stage fright, although it hadn't been in front of that many people because um, we have this awesome theater camp and I went there a lot. So yeah, I had already done some theater and it helped. I knew some stuff that helps with stage fright. So that's awesome. So tell me about the money that you raised so far and what it's done. Well, so far I've raised over $140,000 to fund research into five different rare pediatric diseases. I've raised money for um, Batten, which is the rare disease that Mila has, PANS, which is the rare disease that my friend Ollie has, SMA, which my friend Ben, who I met at Global Genes, has, and then I raised a little bit of money for HAEE, And then I've also raised money to fund research for my friend Sophie, who has an ultra rare disease called MCTO. Wow, Dana. Can you just say that number one more time? Because I want that to really sit with all the (laughs) grownups listening right now that a 10 year old did. Um, I've raised over (laughs) $140,000. 
<laughs> That's amazing. So are you meeting, I know you knew Mila from speech therapy, uh, but all the other friends, are you meeting them just through your beautiful cause that you've created and going to these events? Is this how you're deciding which rare disease that you want to start funding as just the kids that you're meeting along the way after selling these cookies? Mostly that that's the way for um, HAE, Ben and Sophie. But then for Ollie, um, a rec center, there was this kid's playtime where I met Ollie. And then he developed a rare disease called PANS in kindergarten. And then I, I didn't know about it. But then mom told me and then I'm like, Wait, Ollie now also has a rare disease? Seriously? And so I also had to go and help him. And then doing cookies for Mila and cookies for Pans got, uh, let me go to Global Genes. And then that's where I met Ben. We met to go, we went to go and meet Lenny Kravitz together. And he also introduced me. And then for Sophie, Mila's mom, Julia, introduced us to Sophie's family. And Sophie is kind of like the little sister that I never had. And so I immediately knew that I needed to help her. And then for HAE, it was a partnership between Cookies for Cures and um, HAEA. It's really caught fire and it's really beautiful to see how many people around you who have joined your cause and volunteered to help you along the way. It's it's really inspiring. Have your friends or your family's friends in your community kind of stood up to do something on their own too for their community because of, because of you? Well, we've gotten some other people, well, we've gotten a family who's going to go and try to start their own cookies for cures. And then one of my friends decided that she was going to go and raise money uh, to try and help pets out on the street because she had done a lot of volunteering with Cookies for Cures. And then she's like, well, I want to do something too. <laughs> I think that's another really cool thing that can happen from something like this, right? Like realizing, wow, I can actually make a difference. It seems like something other people do or grownups do, but look what Dana just did. I can do something like that. Yeah. And that's just another really beautiful kind of offshoot that can happen from what you're doing, Dana. It's really special. Thank you. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself in the last three years from seven, eight, nine, and now 10? Because it sounds like you're really living your purpose and your commitment is so beautiful. But is there something that you have just really discovered about yourself that you're really proud of or something like that? Um, well, I have discovered that I can actually make a difference. I feel like everyone always says that adults are the only ones who can go and change the world, but that's not true. Kids can too. And I mean, I had heard of like Greta Thunberg and other kids who had also changed the world, but it seemed like so far off. And I'm like, and I thought that I could never do that, but I guess I kind of have. You kind of have. You're an exceptional young woman and your cause is changing the world and it's changing the people around you to want to make a difference too. So it's really impressive. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment so far that's happened through your Cookies for Cures? Yes. That moment when I knew that I had helped fund a treatment for Mila's form of Batten, that felt amazing because I had helped make my friend's life longer. 
and it's not like you were just sitting around and being like, oh, yay, this happened. Now her life is going to be longer. But no, I got to help. <laughs> yeah. So the money that you raised, you gave it to a scientist and they created a treatment that's helped prolong Mila's life and made her day to day better, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, I didn't do it all on my own. Her mom, Julia, had a organ had a nonprofit that also raised a lot of money for Mila. <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to do that all on my own. I mean, it was my first time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so how can people show up to help Dana? How can people get involved in your cause? Well, you can always go to my website um, and donate. With My website is www.cookiesforcures.com with the number four. And then if you have any ideas, you can always email us. I don't remember the exact one. I'll find it at some point. That's okay. I can find it. I'll have it in the show notes. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm going to leave that in our show notes for everybody to find because... I know especially I have a couple nieces who I think would love to get involved with something like this. And they're very familiar with the kitchen and they bake all the time. Cool. So I know there's, yeah, I know there's people in your community that are also baking the cookies though, right? Like you're not the only one because you're so busy and you have so many people donating that you had to farm out some of the cookie baking. Yeah, if it was just me, oh my, I would not have time for anything else. <laughs> I have a group of volunteers that's around 100 families, and then they all help me bake cookies. So you're not actually selling the cookies either, right? Not really. It's more like I'm giving um, people a chance to go and help me try to save my friends, and in return they get some cookies. Yeah, so you you open it up to donation, where you give them one of your delicious cookies, and they can decide what what to give you for it, what to donate to the cause. Yep. And you don't even need to take any cookies if you want to <laughs> donate. <laughs> I would do that because I actually don't eat sugar stuff like that. So I would just be donating to your cause. But yeah. I'm I'm an odd person and no. <laughs> Have you ever burned any of the cookies, Dana? Once I almost smushed them because. Um... <laughs> Oh, we were baking so many cookies that all the counters were full. Um, and so mom had put in a tray of cookies into the microwave. I was microwaving um, some water to make hot chocolate because I don't trust myself to use the stove. Um, <laughs> and I nearly went and microwaved the water on top of the cookies. Oh, no. <laughs> That's just a batch, though. No biggie. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I noticed the cookies before I went and microwave the water though so the cookies were saved <laughs> oh that's funny i think there would be a lot more accidents in other people's kitchens so you're really <laughs> doing a great job <laughs> <laughs> thanks so what's next for you what are you what are you really excited about i know that it's probably changed a little bit from earlier this year but how are how have you adapted and what are you excited for moving forward well so because of covid it's become kind of hard to do cookie pop-ups which is cookie the cookies for care's equivalent of a bake sale um but so sophie's family owns a restaurant so 
we've actually been selling cookies from the restaurant. Awesome. That's such a great idea. And then um, for stuff that I'm looking forward to for the holidays, I'm going to be dressed up as like an elf and go and deliver um, holiday cookies to different houses in Boulder. And that's just like really fun and exciting. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I hope you post videos of that so we can all see them and share it. I probably will. Yes, definitely. Will Elf Dana giving out cookies? We need to see that for Christmas this year. <laughs> so uh, let's see, Dana. I am just really excited for you. And oh, I was also wondering if you ship cookies. So are the lucky people of Boulder the only ones who get it, who get to donate to your cause other than doing it online? Are they the only ones that get the goods? I think that we sometimes ship cookies, but not all too often. So I okay. guess maybe if you're really lucky, you might get to have a cookie if you don't live in Boulder. But... <laughs> okay, well, maybe ask your mom about that because yeah. I bet there are some listeners who would really love to get a box of cookies from you. Yeah. So keep it in mind and they'll pay shipping. Don't worry. All right, Dana, is there any advice that you have for anyone listening or anything that you want to leave with our audience? Yes and yes. <laughs> um, so for my advice, I think that for anyone who wants to change the world, I have two main pieces of advice. The first one is that you have to believe in yourself. Yes, I know that this one is very, very common to see, but like if you don't believe that you can make stuff happen, then it's not going to happen. You have to be able to believe that you can do it. And then the second one is just start. It kind of feels like if you should like plan out everything before because it's like, oh, well, all this stuff is going to go wrong probably. I, sh I should already have solutions for it. But really, I don't think that that's what you need to do in order to start because there are so many things you're never going to get around to solving them all. Also, you're probably not going to encounter all the problems that you think you will, and you might encounter a million others that you didn't even expect to. Words for life, Confucius. <laughs> Dana, you're, you're wise beyond your years, and you're so eloquent and determined and inspirational and I'm so proud of you <laughs> all the way from over here and I can't I can't wait to meet you someday thank you I would love to meet you too <laughs> all right Dana keep cooking and let me know about shipping those cookies okay I will I hope you've been enjoying this podcast if you like what you hear please share this show with your people and please make sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can also head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to connect with me and stay updated on the show. If you're interested in sharing your story, or if you have anything you would like to contribute, please submit it to my website at effieparks.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show and for supporting me along the way. I appreciate you all so much. I don't know what kind of day you're having, but if you need a little pick-me-up, Ford's got you. <laughs>